Kristen, did you know that a lot of women are actually allergic to latex condoms? Well, I'm a latex salesman, and that's really unfortunate. (laughs) I myself being one of them. Well, the team at Skin Condoms have been able to help me out with this problem because they've created a condom made of material that feels even better than latex and does not cause the same allergic reaction. Kristen and I highly suggest getting a package of Skin Condoms. That's S. K-Y-N condoms and adding them to your preparedness sex kit. You can get them at adamandeve.com. Just enter offer code WINGGIRL, that's two G's at checkout, and you'll also get 10 bonus free gifts, including free shipping. We don't want women leaving your home after they've had an amazing night of sex with you, itching and scratching and thinking you've given them an STD. Do you want that? I didn't think so. So go get your package of skin condoms, S-K-Y-N condoms, at adamandeve.com and enter code WINGGIRL, two Gs, now. I'm sad to say with my busy schedule, I've been finding it really hard to do something I love, which is reading a book, but I found an awesome solution for this through audible.com. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word products. Get a free audiobook of your choice and a free trial membership at audible.com slash ask women. If you've been listening to our podcast, you know very well that I get extremely obsessed with things quickly and I am now obsessed with audiobooks. I can listen to my favorite books in the car, on a walk, or even I can listen to them at night to put myself to sleep. Right now, right now I'm actually listening to an awesome book that I would suggest you listen to called The Female Brain, which is all about how the unique structure of the female brain determines how women think, what they value, how they communicate, and who they love. Very interesting. But if you love books but can't find time to read them anymore, we highly suggest getting a free trial and a free book through Audible. Just go to audible.com slash askwomen. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts here, of course, with Marnie Kinris. She's a bestselling author and relationship expert. Um, find her at wingirlmethod.com. You can find me on Twitter at Kristen Carney. Um, we have um, an awesome guest coming up in the second half of the show. We have Kaz Santana, who I believe is an adorable actress. She is an adorable actress, but she, she also a- does like this awesome cool street art that actually has true meaning behind it i want her to talk a little bit about that but it's something phenomenal, i can't understand super cool, unique anyway she'll talk about that in the second half but on the first half of the show we also have our voice of oh, man sorry so exciting uh he's been with us before you can find him on the all out show on sirius xm um you can find his book hyena on amazon through our link wingirlmethod.com slash amazon rude judes in the studio yeah. i feel like yours was a bestseller as well wasn't it I'm sure I make it was. New York Times or no shit like well, that, but who does? But on Amazon, it was probably high up. Yeah, there. I was sma- I smashed Amazon. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. That's what matters now. It, I don't even know if those things are directly correlated. Like, it does it do your sales on Amazon even matter for the New York Times? No. New York right? Times bestseller is how many you sell within a week, not over. It's not oh. cumulative. So oh, if you yeah. have a, if you pop in one week, you're the New York Times bestseller. Right. You might so it's not mostly shit just for the rest of your career. No, but it's kind of the same as Amazon. Like if you if you have enough people going in a span of three to five days, like yeah. you you get high. But all ranked. credibility of the New York Times bestseller list has been lost because Snooki has been on there. So right. 
It doesn't matter anymore. You can job it. There's a there's a couple yeah. ways you could job the list. Uh, what they do now is they'll do they'll take pre-orders for months ahead, yeah. ahead of time. And oh, then, I've heard people talk about this. You buy your books, you give them away to certain people. Well, not even that. Like you just be like, all right, I'm dropping a book, pre-order, 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 and right. then put, and all of a sudden, fill all those week. orders that week. So, mm. oh, that's smart. So why don't mm-hmm. you do that? Because I think, well, I gave a fuck, but like <laughs> I didn't really give a fuck. I. Not enough to do it like that. Right. No, but you did it legitimately. Like, that's even, I would think that would feel even better. Legitimately, uh, on my own, I I reached 33 of all the books on Amazon. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Like physical books. Yeah. Just that's picture picture a giant ridiculous. library and then take 33 of those books. That's not very, you know, that's pretty great. No, no it that's was really yeah. impressive. Yeah. And yeah. Your book is all about your life. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's why I'm here. Yeah. You know, okay. just about love, life. And... Yeah. And you have good opinions and I'm glad that you're here to share those with us. But before we get to talking to Jude, I did want to talk about this one article that my dad sent me today, actually. He sends me lots of articles. I ignore half of them because usually they're like, like, Conspiracy. It's good your dad knows. Well, your dad knows that too. Yeah. My dad sends me like shit about FEMA coffins and stuff. I'm like, bro, man, you're going to have to fucking stop hanging out with Dwight because he is getting crazy. Exactly. He's got like a buddy on a farm that sends him shit and then he sends me the shit. Maybe Dwight's sending it to him too. My dad. It could be. I don't know. I'm sure they're on the same email. I have the bigger issue. My dad doesn't really know how to use email still. So, well, thank God. Look what's happening when fathers do learn how to use it. But anyway, my dad does send some good stuff. So he sent me this thing this morning. That was about um, a Toronto seduction coach gone bad. So there was this, like, there's the, all these pickup boot camps going on all the time. <laughs> that seems like an oxymoron to me. A pickup coach gone bad. Isn't that, like, right. in the name already? Yeah, exactly. It's like pickup coach. That's all you have to say. But so what happened with this guy is that he had posted a YouTube video video after getting rejected where he, and this is really scary, was saying things like, she deserves to fucking like get stabbed and cut up into tiny pieces like that shit like I would fucking take her and her boyfriend and all her fucking friends down, fucking worthless piece of shit. She thinks she's all that... Anyway, this is just showing the yeah, anger. That's that how I happens. feel on Tinder, bro. Right. <laughs> but that's the thing that happens every single day. Like there, there are a lot of men out there who are extremely frustrated and rejected. I told you about that one cameraman who came to my house, and he was nowhere near this. But he was talking about how you know a long time ago he'd been rejected a couple of times, and it felt like he was being kicked in the balls. And now he doesn't put himself out there at all with women. And he's super cute and super awesome and has a lot of stuff going on. Was he a potential him. murderer? No. And I don't oh. think he would. But maybe if he, if he would have been rejected this many times, maybe he could have It's like one. the kid from Santa Barbara. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what, So what do you think about this? Have you ever reacted this angrily towards a woman rejecting you? Or did you just not give a shit? Well, when I first started uh, trying to talk to women, I devalued women. So right. they didn't. If they were just holes for me to put my dick in. So yeah. if they rejected me, then it didn't matter. And that was how I was able to cope because I was that, I, I was extremely sensitive and I, I knew I wanted to talk to girls. I just didn't know how I didn't know how to approach them without being hurt. So that was my technique was to devalue them like you're like you're, you're not shit to me and I'll spit game to you. And the crazy thing is, is it really worked like right. it? Yeah. When when. But how old were you? I was like, that was from like 17 to, uh, I don't know, around 20. Uh, yeah. Then I had my oh, daughter. Oh, that's not bad. And I, and I, well, yeah, because I was a late bloomer. I was like the little fat, I was the friend zone kid. I was a fat guy, kind of shy, um, afraid of rejection, afraid to put myself out there. But, I, yo, man, like being the lonely guy drinking by yourself while everyone else is like has paired off. Yeah. With their holes. Yeah. With their sucks. woman holes. Yeah, and that was the thing. Yeah, with their little women holes. 
There's three of them. So you're speaking past tense. So basically what made you come out of that was having a daughter and kind of realizing that she had value. Well, actually, I want, I want to ask one more question first, but I want to get to that. But so Kind dur- of, yeah. I didn't the- want someone to treat my daughter like that. It but wasn't. You said it was working for you. So like, tell me about it was working for you. You were getting sex, but were you yeah. getting anything bad on the back end? Like, what do you mean? Was it, was it. Were you getting in as, on the back end? as a whole? Like, if you like yes, I mean. you would have sex with them, but what would happen afterwards to these It didn't women? matter. Like, whatever I wanted to happen. Like, I would continue having sex with them until I was tired of having sex with them. And they would never, there was never any backlash from any of that? Like, it didn't hurt you in some, not hurt you emotionally? I mean, I'm sure that I, like, I'm sure, like, I have, like, emotional baggage of all these, like, women that are angry at me uh, around my midsection, you know what I mean? Like, just dragging me down like an albatross, but, like... But it didn't didn't matter. I was, I was, yeah, I was, like, 17, 18, and that's, that was... It actually works, and it was it was a numbers game. Yeah. I would get rejected. Shoot, I you go to the bar and you would ho- I would holler at ten at least ten women a night. Uh, again, I just want to put out a disclaimer: Rude Jude is white for everyone listening. <laughs> because if I was listening to the show, I'd be like, "This is a, a like a really smooth black dude." I'm just a white fella. This he's a white fella. So everyone listening, you can be smooth. And I use and be that. White. I use that to my advantage too. I yeah. was a white dude, so I ate pussy. My buddies didn't eat pussy, so like right, that was my they, shit. Oh, they don't like fish that much. Thing? Back in the day, it was black. Back in the day, it was now. Like, nowadays, it's not like. Yeah, but no, I'm a '70s not. baby, so like I ate pussy. You know, like yeah. I was. A, a, <laughs> no, I heard Tracy Morgan talking all about it. Like he's like very into that. Yeah, because like yo, like. I was raised around like you just didn't go down on a chick. You were a bitch. Like if you ate pussy, you were a bitch. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like I wouldn't think that. Okay. Like, no, I guess I dirty. Understand. Like they bleed yeah. out of that shit. Right. Like you a yeah, fucking yeah. lame if you eat her pussy. You ain't yeah. shit. And then they'll and then then if you do eat the pussy and the girl's mad at you, then she'd be like, Yeah, that's why you ate my pussy, motherfucker. Oh my she god, throw it back in your face. And then I would have really lasted in Detroit. I have a feeling I really would have made it. <laughs> I would have done well. I'm sure you would. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you would have. Fucking just, you I'd be sucking my up. thumb, crying. Yeah, exactly. No, I wasn't. I'm, I'm not from Detroit either. Like that's another misnomer. Oh, like, you're not. Eighty Detroit was damn near like eighty. Like when I was out there, it was like eighty-seven percent black. So yeah. like, what are the odds that I'm the thirteen percent? I thought you were. No, I'm from thirteen percent odds. Oh, yeah. Well, you just yeah. lost all credibility. I thought you were hardcore from Detroit, well, eight mile. Wait, so I want to hear more. So do you, oh, do shit. you think? How do I get it back? Yeah. Do you think that what you were doing back then? Like, I get that your daughter changed everything, but do you think that what you're doing back then would work on women now? Yeah. Really? Yeah. At a, like a thirty-year-old woman, a twenty-five-year-old woman. People are people are pretty um, fragile. Okay. And you could break a motherfucker's brain. It's not that hard to fucking pull somebody. Like you look at that shit. Like yeah. you, you, you could but pull. I hear what you could pull a chick by do. jingling fucking keys in her face. You know what I mean? Like right. there's there's a thousand ways to get a girl. A Just certain what, type of chick or every chick. Enough chicks where you are you, fucking work, on a work. regular basis. Right. Like right. there's you know, you know women are like, oh that guy's a douchebag. He all he does is talk about his money. Well, it works because if it didn't work, he wouldn't be using that technique. He's well, t- he's pulling some chicks with it. Right, exactly. Some of them are responding, but like, tell me about what's behind. I don't see rich guys with ugly girls. You know what I mean? Of no. course not. But they're also not like the coolest girls either. Like they might. Well, have, who cares about but, cool girls? Exactly. Not, they're not, not the coolest anymore. guys either. Right. So there you go. They kind of they pair themselves off. That's but tell true. me. But I want to know more. Like what's underneath? What's underneath what? What's underneath the attitude? Because like I don't think that you were really being an asshole to women. Like what would you do? It wasn't like I just devalued them. It didn't. They didn't what? matter. They were just in. Like this is how I was raised. 
my mother wasn't the best role model for me. I didn't. Tr- uh, she did stuff in my life that made me distrust women. Um, she used to cheat on my father a lot. She'd bring me with her to cheat on my father. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, it, it it left me fucked up. And then I yeah, watched yeah. I watched her take care of a man who in my eyes would dog her you know he right. he really couldn't hold a job down she basically supported five people we were we we were poor you know and so in in my brain like this is the one this i came from her this right. is my mom this is a this is the woman in my life and i don't respect her you know what i mean like i like i'm watching her get dogged every day right and i'm like all right that's what you do to like pfft, if my own mom is this dumb then fucking girls are this dumb Really? So, so, I, but I want to break down exactly what it was that you're doing because what it kind of sounds like to me is that you just not devalued, but you kind of humanized them where it wasn't that big a deal. You weren't putting these women on a pedestal. So, like, tell me in if you can explain it in words. Like, when you would meet a girl, how would you talk to her, or how do you? Talk I would to just her? run back in the day. I would run game of like, hey, da da da, blah blah blah. What's your name? Blah blah blah. Get in her, get in her ear, and uh, try to get her phone number, right. and then call her up, and then try to set some shit up. And it wouldn't work for every girl, you know. Like the, like I said, it was a numbers game. I might pull, I'd holler at ten girls. I pull three numbers. I smash one out of three. Right. You know what I mean? So. But like that adds up. If you're going out every, if you're going out five times a week, yeah, you know, you, five girls a week, you're you're starting to you're starting to add that shit up. You so know? what's the, what's the difference now in the way that you approach girls now that you've had your daughter now that you, res- I don't you know. see women now, in a different way? Well, now I'm just kind of direct with them. And the and the problem is this is a lot of times I lose out on good women because they're kind of they can't deal with the truth. So what do you mean by being direct? Like, what would you say? Like, I feel like women buy bullshit lies a lot. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, the good girls are, you know, y'all just can't handle the truth, man. Well, you, give me an example. Like, what do you mean? You look fat in that truth? Nah, or like, like, what kind of truth? Like, you think you're getting a good guy, but he's probably cheating uh, on your ass or, you know what I mean? Or, you know, you know, he. Like, you say statements like that to them? I don't say statements like oh, that, okay. but I'm honest about what I do, and then they're like, "Whoa, I don't want anything to do with you. I'm gonna go fuck with this guy that might be just like you, but he's hiding things right, from me." Right, right. That's really? that. Yeah. You're too yeah. trans transparent. I'm I'm extremely transparent, and because of that, it it makes I'm I'm a harder sell. Are you? Yeah, I'm but I single. Feel like the right girl. Yeah, but you're cool single because you want to be. That. I don't think you're single because you know, the right of, of the way that you put yourself out there. I guess. Um, yeah, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of insecurity. People have a lot of insecurities. In, no freaking way. And and everything I am, everything I represent, kind of fucking just just needles a lot of women's insecurities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would think that someone like would like that. An open the women that, that you're, you're going to like. I am are like but that. you're already putting like you're like. If, if we're if we're at a pie of women, we're already cutting this pie. I'm I'm dealing with a slice of pie that is, that you can't get fed off of worth of women that are going to appreciate that. Right. So well, that that's so don't you want to cut off. The, so you want to appeal to everybody. You I don't want to appeal to everybody. I appeal to who I appeal to. Right. Like, but but what you're what I'm saying is I am limiting the amount of women that are going to fuck with me because of the way I am. I'm still thinking about a pie made of women. 
<laughs> is there sugar in it? Is it sweet? Is it sour? Sometimes, sometimes it's a little not. more sour, I would say, than sweet. But I want to, I, I want to get a better like understanding. Mangoes. Like, so for the, so for the guys that are listening, like, I think they're all like, what is it that you do? Like, what is it that you say? What, what makes those differences of you being direct and honest versus like playing running game on them? Like, what is, what does running game look like? You this is the tell, real advice portion. You basically of the show, tell by the way. somebody, you figure out what guys they want to hear, down. and then you tell them what they want to hear. And how do you do that? What do most women want? I don't know. What do you? They want to feel want? special. Right? They want to feel. You know. They, they want to feel heard, understood. They, yeah, they want. Yeah, tell them what they want to hear. Hey, you, that's my girl right here. Put her on. You know, and then. Yeah, we're gonna do this. Let's make plans. You know, make right. plans with their fucking ass. <laughs> we should go here. Right. <laughs> But and, before any of those things, there has to be the attraction that's created, right? So there, I I want the guys to understand like how they can use you want you're but like this we're teaching them bad things. right. This but is what I, I'm saying. I this is the advice a, part. But I want to find a good way. Everyone's writing this down because you can. It's all about your intent, right? Like you can be an asshole and you can be an awesome guy with great intentions and do the exact same thing. You're not fucking with people. At the end of the day, any psychological trick or tactic or technique that's out there is used for good or bad. Like in sales, you can use it to make a better connection with people. For your friendships, you can use it to make a better connection with people. Or you can use it to fuck around with people if you want. It's this, it's the same piece of information that's out there so that you form greater connections. So how do people use what you're talking about that works, but in a great way? So instead of like promising all these things to a girl. Look, man, this is, look, to not be an asshole, don't overvalue a fucking woman. Don't like don't overvalue a chick. Like a lot of these dudes are putting these women on pedestals, man. Like yeah, you'll like get tired of fucking article, her, dog. You will get tired of banging her. You'll mm-hmm. she'll get on your fucking nerves. Her breath is gonna stink in the morning. Like you know, a lot of these dudes they they they're building these chicks up, and if and and, and that's not devaluing them. You're just looking at them like they're like human, human beings. And you know, recognize your value as well without being a fucking douchebag. And then when you approach them, I. A lot of times, I'm not even, like, thinking about hollering at them. I'm just talking to them. Yeah. And, like, all that shit will come. Like, all everything else will is down the road. Yeah. Do you think it helps that you're funny? Yeah. It helps that I'm funny. I'm not ugly. So, like, I got that going for me. <laughs> I got the funny, not ugly you're combo. Humble, a little vulnerable. That was the funniest thing you said. Yeah. Just kidding. I said something funnier earlier. <laughs> something like about mangoes. So it's just slayed. Oh, yeah. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I want to talk to you about the friend zone because you said it's, like, a topic that... I used to live there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How I used was to it? Live, nice and sunny. Uh, Rains from time to fuck time. Fuck the friend zone. I'd yeah. rather chop my dick off. Like, <laughs> fuck that zone. So what What would you do or what do you do to get out of the friend zone? I never put myself in the friend zone. I'm yeah, very, I, yeah, I can't see you getting in the friend zone. That's not something you have to worry about. Well, I used to live the, in the friend zone. So you would sit on the phone. Like, I was a little fat kid. Like, picture <laughs> a little fat kid with some what dreadlocks or eating, some shit. Eating women, come over and build a chest e- for Eating you. women pie. Like like I mean, that's not that's that's good. No, it's like, damn, girl, why you let them do you like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why Why you let him do you like that? Oh, I'm sure he'll call you back. Yeah. You're beautiful. Why does this happen? If only someone, if only you could find a nice yeah. guy that would really appreciate you. <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Please notice me. Okay, so then what did you do to stop it? Aside, Started aside from stop being in the friend zone? No, it's you're just very clear about intentions. Which means? Like, hey, what's up, man? I'm trying to hang out with you. And, I, and the, well, we should see. What, well, I, I don't want that. I got friends. Is that what you say? Yeah. And then how do they respond? They either stick around or they leave. Yeah. I just had a fucking, I just had some, um, just had a fucking Tinder date. This broad comes over at like, 
11.30 at night, smelling like fucking wontons or some shit like that. <laughs> come from was an Asian, Asian household. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Fuck, right, clearly, right. they were... I, that'd be, I'm sorry, but that'd be amazing if it was just a white chick and she smelled like wontons. Was, I'd be like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but this that wasn't the case. Um, and I've, and I've, I've yet to encounter one, you know, to be all the way fair with you. Uh, so she comes over, we kick it for a while, we have a conversation. Um, At 11.30, she wants to sit and like have a conversation. Yeah, and I'm, I'm yeah. fine with that. And I'm, But then... You want to you have and, sex. And you wanna... one, one person would argue that that's a mixed message, that you're coming over at this yeah. time of night. Especially sure putting on perfume that smells like sexy wontons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> um, where was I? Uh, Having a long conversation with this woman. You're talking, mixed messages. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so... Some some people would argue that that's sending mixed messages. For sure, it is. That's I'm I'm not a caveman. You know, I can like I can I'm flexible. I, I you don't owe me sex if you come right. over at eleven thirty at night on a fucking Wednesday. But don't think I'm not gonna try. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's where we're that's where we're at right now. I will try to fuck. Yeah. So we we talked for a while and then I put the move on. I'm like, come here, and I want to like get on her and then she, like hug her and kiss, and kiss on her. And she was like, nah, I'm good on that. And I was like, all right, well, it was good seeing you. And she was like... So she gets the hint with that. Well, I was like, it's time for you to go. Yeah. Right, then what are you here for? Well, th- that's the thing. Like, we had our conversation. You had your drink. How was the conversation? It was fine. It was It was fine. It was... It's fine. So I wonder what her intentions were. I don't. Well, she was like, "Yeah, I'm. You know, I just wanted. You know, I'm looking for a friend. I'm like, I have enough friends. So, yeah. and I'm You're not nev- hiring right now. And I'll never be your fucking buddy out at the bar that's like high fiving you while you pull dudes. So right, exactly. you can just go ahead and. It's it's been a pleasure. Thanks. Thanks. No, for but I I, I really like that you're so straight with women. Yeah, well, and you're not devaluing them. You're just saying like, this is what I want. Like, this is my boundary. No, no, no. Back in the day, I devalued women, right, and now you know. I'm just like, they're just women are just women, right? Women well, are just women. There was this, um, like, y'all, you want some dick just as much as I want some pussy. You know what I mean? Like, y'all got vibrators. You know, you know, like it's you're horny. I'm good at sex. We can do this, right? And I agree with you that that was a mixed message going over at 11:30. You don't go over to like form a friendship at 11:30. I don't think. Dog, you would be no. so surprised. Yeah, I know. And especially now, like now that I wrote the book, you like these groupie chicks will come through and like want to pick my brain, and it's like <laughs> there should be a Tinder for same sex people that aren't gay that just want friends. I'm sure there is. There's got to be. There's they totally. had some cuddle app that wasn't doing that well. Oh, God. There's all these apps that are out there right now. <laughs> yeah, there was but like here, a cuddle Here's app. what I think typically happens for a lot of these situations that maybe, you know, in her mind, she's like, yeah, I am into this guy. Or like, I want to see what's going on. We're having a connection now. I'm in the moment. Sure, I'll go over there. He may be a rapist. He may want to have sex with me. Or I may not like him. Fingers she crossed. goes over at 1130 and she doesn't feel it at that point. I don't think like, that's eh. the case. I think the case was this. I think that she probably wanted something more than I wanted. Right. And she wanted to stretch it out and take it slow. But like, I don't I like I talked to her long enough to know that I didn't want anything serious out of her. So but when I, you were when you were messaging with her, you knew that, too. No, when I saw her face, like, that's the thing. Tinder, like, you don't know what they look like until you actually see them. Yeah, there's pictures, right. but you don't know. Yeah. She smells like fucking wontons. You know what I mean? Like, what am I going to do? Like, what? There like, should be a part in the Tinder app where it's like, what do you smell like? You know, so you can just start Smells weeding big, people yo, out. You can be like, like greasy wontons. Uh, you might smell like Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> you know, people need to know these things. <laughs> Why would I smell like Kentucky Fried no Chicken? No reason. No reason Why? at all. Why? 
Because you Why? talk. Yeah. You sound like a black guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted that. I just wanted All that this, joke. I wish come, you didn't pull me. I just wanted to pull that out of me. Yeah, that makes me very uncomfortable, people. Yeah. Makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. I appreciate you talking so openly and honestly. And I think that's really helpful information that you're giving in between like all the racist jokes that are coming out during the show. But I <laughs> love it? I love what you're saying. <laughs> that about, wasn't a joke. She smelled like fucking wontons, dude. It was oh. a probably joke did. to you. She probably worked in a restaurant. No, her fucking folks was cooking up wontons and she decided to come over to my goddamn house and not fuck me. And, <laughs> and not, not even bring, and not bring wontons. wontons. How right. disrespectful. Right away, you should have given her the boot. I'm going to let her feed me. Clearly, what I like that <laughs> you're saying intimate. is like you, you have to put that boundary in place. You have like so so there and be assertive. Be assertive with what you want and don't put it on the back burner to please or potentially get something else in the, in the future. Like there's this one guy that I'm working with right now who's um, a part of my email coaching program and he was talking about there's this one part in um, my book that I talk about being assertive and he had this girl at his office that he'd been talking to her for a while and he like he was doing the opposite of you and not devaluing women but putting her up on a pedestal and like like pussyfooting around what he was saying to her always trying to please her make her happy do things around the office for her and so he said he read that paragraph in my book and then went up to her and just asked her a question like assertively and she sort of played it off saying like oh I don't want to talk about this right now and he said no what what is X, Y, and Z? I forget what the question was. And he said she turned around, made eye contact with him, and she'd never looked at him like that before. And then she gave him the answer and then asked him if he wanted to go for lunch. Like that assertive behavior where you do stand your ground is is really effective with women. And especially if you have the right intention behind it to be an awesome guy as well and not fuck around with women. But I like what you can Jude, only pay off. I your, think you have to remember like what for Jude said that they're their breath is going to be smelly in the morning. You're not going to want to have sex with her eventually because then she won't intimidate you the way that she probably is intimidating you currently. Right. For sure. A hundred percent. Women are just human beings. And we have a very special human being on the second half of the show, (laughs) my friend Kaz. And she is going to talk to us about the friend zone when we come back from this break. You know what is the absolute worst? When you go home to have sex with a guy and he doesn't have condoms. Like, I'm supposed to put them in my purse and look like a freaking slut. I would never want that to happen. I was actually talking to my best friend who happens to be single, skinny, and super hot. Bitch, I totally hate her. And she had been seeing this guy for a couple weeks and was so excited to have sex with him. And she knew it was the night. They were in his room. And he didn't have any condoms. Really, what was he thinking? As a wing girl and a woman, I know that no chick is going to sleep with you without condoms, nor do you want her to, unless you're ready to be a dad or pick up an STD, which is why we've got a special treat for our listeners to save you from the biggest sex buzz kill of your life. Our good friends at adamandeve.com want you to be prepared for sex all the time, anytime. So go to adamandeve.com today and get your sex preparedness kit. That's right. A man who is a master with women will always have the essentials on hand. Condoms and lubricant are a must if you want to rock a woman's world. Plus, if you enter the code WINGGIRL, that's two Gs, at checkout, you'll get 10 bonus free gifts with any purchase from adamandeve.com. How cool is that? First, you'll get a sexy surprise that any woman will love once she's in your bedroom. Second, a super cool product just for you. And third, something we know you will love. Plus, you'll also get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, you're going to get free shipping on your entire order because who the hell wants to pay for shipping? I freaking hate sites that rip you off with their shipping. So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? Well, it's not hard at all and much easier than walking into a drugstore and everyone knows your sex life. Instead, you'll get all the things that you need to be ready for sex delivered to your door for free. 
Just go to adamandeve.com and enter code WINGIRL, that's with two Gs, at checkout. And get your Be Prepared Sex Kit, condoms, lubricant, plus all 10 free gifts. Go to adamandeve.com today, select one item, and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping, when you enter code WINGIRL at adamandeve.com. When you enter offer code WINGIRL at adamandeve.com. We need a new intro because there is no intro right now. Basically, it's just you depressingly opening up the show. So um, we would love to have a new intro for our show, and we want to have the people who listen to our show possibly help us create that new intro. So here is what I wanted to announce, that starting today until the very end of June, we are going to have an open contest where you can send us raps or songs or whatever the hell you want that you think would be the best intro for our show. I want you to upload them to YouTube or whatever format you can upload, whatever you're going to create, upload it to YouTube again or anywhere else, um, and then tweet it out to at Ask Women Podcast, hashtag Ask Women Podcast intro. And by the end of June, hopefully we'll have at least four submissions. And I have a feeling we're going to get a few fart noises. <laughs> yeah. and that's going to be about it. <laughs> and then we will decide at the very end of June if we like one of them, uh, if that new intro or that new whatever you put out there will be the new intro for our show. So again, upload it wherever you're going to upload it to and then send it out, tweet it out to us at Ask Women Podcast and then hashtag Ask Women Podcast intro. This is how we get free things. Right, exactly. I'm really excited to see what people come up with, so we're putting it on you guys. I'm scared. Yes. I'm not actually scared. I'm really excited. I think our everybody who listens to our show is awesome. Or at least from what I believe in my own mind, they're awesome. Um, but please do that. Upload it. Send it to us. Hashtag it. And then at the end of June, we will decide uh, who wins and gets to be our new intro for our show. Or we might say, fuck all of you. We hate these. Nothing's happening. We're keeping it as is. Um, but yeah, it, the contest is starting Come on, more now. than one submission. Yeah, exactly. One, although I do love that rap, but if we could get at least one more, that'd be, <laughs> be really awesome amazing. To choose from. All right, guys, it's up to you. Please start sending your submissions now. Again, end of June is when we are ending it and then making our final decision. Cool. Hey guys, welcome back. So we have Kaz Santana with us, um, and I'll just let you start because you were already going to say something right away about the eleven thirty visit with uh, with Jude. Yeah, that I don't think eleven thirty is really a time to go and be friends with anybody. No, not especially when you're I would never them do on that Tinder. unless I want to fuck. I don't right. think I even have girlfriends that would be like, "Oh, come over and hang out with me at eleven thirty. I would be like, "Why are you here?" I'd be like, "I'm sleeping. Leave yeah. me alone." So okay, so if you if you as a, a really pretty woman were to be on Tinder, are you on Tinder? No, not anymore. Okay, but you were. So let's yeah. say you were on Tinder and you were messaging back and forth with a guy like Jude, right? And you did say, "Okay, I'm coming over at eleven thirty. That would mean you... that I want to have sex. Okay, so then what do you think happened with the interaction? I think she I liked him. And I think that she didn't want to have sex right away. So then he wanted to have sex. And she's like, oh, no, I want it to be something. Yeah. And she, he was like, no, no, no. We're going to fuck. This is nothing. And, yeah, it wasn't even like, look, I didn't hit her up either. Like, she called me to come through. You know what I mean? Right. So. Yeah. But, like, let's say. <sighs> so that's, like, you- that's like calling someone on the phone. You called them. And then you expect them to just carry the conversation. Yeah, you know when you call someone, you're like, "Hey," and they're like, "Hey." Here's the other thing about Tinder. What I find, I'm no longer on Tinder either, but I feel that look, you know, a lot of a lot of 
ultimately, I would like a girl, but I'm also okay with compartmentalizing things and sleeping with women. So right. I'm down to fuck. Like, so I I want either a girl or some sex, and chicks either want a man or some attention. They don't. They yeah. They th- ideally they want a man, but a lot of them will just they want someone to text with while they're watching Netflix yeah. in their fucking bed, so they can feel wanted. Yeah, I know that I've done that myself. So I that's to- so I much totally work agree. though. I'm like, I please. Really? I don't have time for that. Yeah. Really? Uh, so like let's say you're having a down moment and there there's not a single guy that you reach out to that can give you that attention to show that somebody does like you or is attracted to you, you wouldn't reach out to that person? Not on Tinder. I no, mean, no, it's no, not no, no, texting. Like yeah. or anything in any Well you like yourself more. You know what I mean? Like sometimes. I used to do that. <laughs> I don't like day. myself, obviously. Uh-huh. But like you've never done that to get a little maybe subconsciously to get a little bit of attention. Maybe texting, but it would be somebody that I like. It's not just some random dude because I just feel like that's so cheap. I don't mean to sound like a yeah. come mierda or anything, but that's like a snob or anything. But I just it's too cheap in order for it to like feel good. It's for like you. having um like a Snickers instead of like something nutritious. Yeah, so that really makes sense. Not but good. I like Snickers. And it still takes work because you have to go to the store to get the Snickers. Right. Right. So it's like the efforts involved yeah. still, which is annoying. Yeah. yeah. But you would like do you. that from somebody that you kind of like. Yes. What about when you were younger? Yeah, I was an idiot. Yeah. So you would have done those things. Yeah. Okay. So when do you think that stopped? At what age? Um, Probably early 30s. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to hear about the friend zone from the female point of view. So you were saying, like, you were shaking your head before you sat down. Like, ah, this has happened to me. I know. Like, so, <laughs> so tell me about the free friend zone from the female point of view. Have you ever put guys in the friend zone? You know what's funny? I actually, I'm in a, I was in a situation in which I was, I was dating somebody that I've known for a very long time, like for ten years, and there's always been like a connection between us. And it's always been the wrong time. And then we finally decided to date. Um, and he reminds me a lot of you, actually, <laughs> which I don't know Sounds if it's awesome. a good thing or not. <laughs> <laughs> and it, was, it went really well, and it was, like, really fun, and we were making plans and things like that. So everything <laughs> you're saying, I'm like, yeah, he was like, let's go to Hawaii. And I was like, yeah, because I'm like, yeah. that's yeah, what I want. Pulling I want your chain. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it really didn't turn into anything. Um, did which you put out? I did. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but I'm like, we've known each other for 10 years, like, and we were friends. So why would you, like, play that with me is kind of annoying. Well, didn't it sound like right. he was trying something to see if it was It seems like you would that? do that with girls that you don't know very exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it was a little disappointing when it just sort of has turned into... I don't know. Nothing really. Well, it sounds like he tried it out and it didn't work from his. Yeah. But he wasn't direct enough to tell you. Yeah. It's sort of like fizzled. He's not an asshole, um, but he's not like he's just nice enough where he's not a dick. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's usually where guys should Wait, be. Wait, hold up. Wait, hold up. <laughs> In the dating <laughs> like, spectrum. I don't get this. What do you Wait, mean? No, you just said I reminded you of that. And then you're like, <laughs> he's not a dick, but he kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I good, get too. But well, that's, I, that's a good thing, though. I feel like for the dating thing, right? And well, yeah. well for the intrigue to well, get pulled in. No, absolutely, it totally right. works. Exactly, He's very masculine, like, and all that kind of stuff just works for me. I love men that are really masculine and sort of like driven and sort of like assertive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then it didn't 
turn into anything. I just think that when you are friends with somebody for a long time, that you should be a little more careful about yeah. going there if you're going to go there. Of course. Yeah. Well, what about you? So on the flip side, so like, are there guys in your life that you have friend zoned who you know kind of like you, but you're like, no, I like I only see you as a friend. Um, yes, and they tend to be guys that are like super emotional. Yeah. Then I'm like, it's too much. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. You're but too what much. what does that mean? Um, it's just. They talk about their like problems and they're like, oh my god, like I don't know what to do about this. Like I like so they're this. needy. Yeah, um, and they can be really nice and sensitive, but that doesn't and turn enjoyable. the attraction no. level. On well, so all. what yeah. what would turn that? Like, so if there was if there was something that they could alter, could, could there be something that they could alter that would get you to see them that way? Um, a little more in control of their emotions. I think a little more in control of. Like, I know that men don't necessarily have to have all the answers, but you need to have like it. You can't be just like all over the place and sort of like just emotion. You need to like, if I can get my shit together, like so. So can you? You don't want to be the mom in a situation. No. Have you heard of this new term? I might misquote it, but it's called a lumber sexual. Like a metrosexual, have Have you? It's like this. It's like the new. Oh yeah, I did hear about that buzzword for 2015. It's basically like, like, like he can come over and like build a shelf for you, but then sit on the couch and have a glass of wine with you. It's like that balance between like, yeah, exactly. That's that's what it it says that women are looking for. Like kind of what you're talking about. I would like women sure want a lot and don't bring much to the table. <laughs> Damn straight. Except for they a bring fork. food to the table. Yeah, <laughs> barely. Like most of the can't even anymore. cook no more, man. That's like, true. So it's you like you guys. I will say this: you guys are losing out. You guys really have like your men are at a weird time to for to get women because it's like my dad's day. Oh my god, he had it made in the shade. I know. I want to go back to the fifties. You know, <laughs> I know. I a talking. white guy in the fifties, out of crush. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Slayed. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I have a few questions for you guys because especially I, with I love everything pies. that so you many had pies to say. in the fifties. I don't but know. I, that wasn't funny at all. Yeah. Okay, I have some questions <laughs> from <laughs> our listeners that I hope you guys can answer. Okay, I'm a sing. I'm single, unattached, and want to start having casual sex with lots of women. Plan to always be upfront and honest with women and tell them I'm not looking for a relationship right now, just casual sex. And I plan to let them know this before sleeping with him. And I've heard you guys say that if you want her to understand that it's just a one-night stand and nothing more, then don't fix her breakfast in the morning or anything like that. Meaning don't do any boyfriend I don't even let them stay tonight. See, exactly. That's no, not... they gotta go. Yeah, no got... mixed messages. Yeah, they, the only girls... Do you at least like call them a cab? The only girls that stay tonight are if they're out of town. And um, <laughs> yeah, I'll get them an Uber. Santa Monica and then I'm always paranoid that they're gonna go somewhere far in the Uber I'm like this bitch better not go to the airport (laughs) like in my brain like that's when I stop like that's when my trust by the way I'm from Portland that's that's when them trust issues come in like she better not go to Vegas (laughs) That's amazing. But to me, fixing her breakfast in the morning would be a way of saying to her, I'm not looking for a relationship. But at the same time, you're not just a piece of ass for me either. Where am I going wrong? Thanks in advance. But the thing is, this guy's lying to himself immediately because she is just a piece of ass for him. So he's trying to. 
be a good guy while being that guy who wants to sleep with women. He's like, he just said, I want her to know she's not just a piece of ass, but I don't want to make her breakfast in the morning. Yeah, because she's just a piece of ass. So you have to really be convicted into what it is you're doing and just go with it. Larry's asking, how can you still be respectful but not cook breakfast in the morning? Like without sending those mixed messages that he wants. we live in a world of gray. Give her a granola bar. This is not black or white. You know what I mean? She's not just a piece of ass. Maybe he, he enjoys her company and stuff like that. Like all the all the women I sleep with, I actually like yeah. having yeah, them over. Yeah, but that makes it really you know? confusing right, exactly. for the girl. That's that, all I'm saying. Exactly. I, I, Don't make me breakfast. You need to be one. Just let, gonna let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. So, Sorry, I'm Latino. So no, I like it. I can't even tell. I can't even tell. So, but so like, there's you just have to have very. Tight boundaries, like you don't let them stay the night so that they know you can have a, like this is usually what I do is like we fuck, have some dinner and I send them home. Oh yeah, do dinner after because you're gonna be bloated. After. You don't want. I hate smashing on a full stomach. Yeah, so yeah. like we we bang, eat, go home. Like that's it. But then and when you I don't, see them again, and I don't call them and check on them. Yeah, like, don't do that. That I don't. Hey, how's your day? Just do you ever thinking do about a you. Follow up for sex with them again, or do you just one and done? No, no, no. I, I like no. I don't want to. I don't. I'm not trying to get my numbers up. Like if yeah, I, he if, said he has like casual relationships where they okay, understand. Right. Yeah, but okay. the yeah. thing is, is even after a while with this, what's my man's name? Larry. Yeah, Larry. Larry. Even <laughs> after a while, you do this. If you do that with the same chick for two months, she's going to become attached. Absolutely. Yeah. You, There's a lot of Larrys in the world. I think they just don't want to be mean, and then they end up being assholes. It's because cruel to be kind. They try to be kind, but then they just want to fuck, and then the girl gets confused, and then they're assholes at the end. But so, what would right. what for, from your opinion, or in your opinion, what would be the best way for him to handle this? If he just wants to be casual, but he enjoys the person that he's spending time with, be nice to her as you're interacting with her. But like he said, like don't text her, don't say hi, how's your day. And uh, yeah, don't make breakfast. You. Do not make breakfast. Is it true that most women do get attached after about two months? Yes, of casual. Yeah, yes. it's some pheromones and all that. Yeah, all yeah. the oxytocins and oh, shit. Oh, for sure. I've told this story before, but I, like, like when I was having casual sex with a friend in college, like in my mind, I was like, this is just casual sex. Like I'm just having sex with him. Over the next few weeks, like something weird in my mind started happening yes. where I'm like, oh, yeah, he's supposed chemicals. to be my boyfriend. Like, it was, and I kept telling myself, I'm like, I'm not attracted to him. I do Science. not. It was weird. And Your brain I, just told you to go outside of his window in the yeah, morning. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I, call, I remember he drove home to Toronto and I called to check that he got there. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. This is so stupid. And like, then, I just want to make sure my penis is safe. I yeah, sure exactly. And then I remember I went up to him in the library and said, like, can we go back to being friends? This is like too confusing for me. And he's like, yeah, sure. It's like, okay. And then it was done. But it like, it totally fucked with me like while I was fucking him it fucked with me and that was no good you know what's funny I also sometimes do things in order to protect myself to be like oh this isn't anything but it really is so I'll say stuff like I'll say a like really sexual joke when I really do want him to be my boyfriend or like I'll be like oh that doesn't mean I just care about the dick but really (laughs) I'm like you're such a fucking liar you want this guy to be your boyfriend but I say things in order to make it just sexual But it's not for me. So I'm also an asshole. Right. Well, not yeah. that you're an asshole. No, not but you're, you're not being transparent as well. Yeah, women, women a lot of times yeah. aren't held to the same state. Men are assholes, but like women, uh, and this is what's hard for like a lot of women won't own their part of the relationship. And that's, oh, he led me on. It's like, you knew what the fuck this was. Like, Absolutely. no one led you on. And you, and now you're you're bringing all this emotional baggage to yeah. this to this relationship that I didn't ask for. Yeah. 
Well, I always say to guys, I'm like, if you're transparent and you're not dangling a relationship over a woman's head and like offering little speckles of like intimacy, then her emotions are her emotions and the way that she interprets what's going on, if you're being clear, that's her responsibility. You're not you're not an asshole. It's kind of though, this is the next level of manipulation because you know how it's going to, like I know how it's going to go every right. time it goes and then it goes and then I'm like, I'm not responsible. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, so I'm playing my part too. Like... Well, I think once you do start noticing that a woman is becoming attached, then it then I would say the best thing to do is to let her go and just say like this this is not what I want. Yeah, that's basically yeah, that's my life, man. God, that's depressing. Like that's my <laughs> yeah, that's what that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're just like oh okay, not into it anymore. Uh huh. Yeah, and for you as a woman, like what is that? feel like like when you when you are seeing a guy you're hanging out with him on a you pretty consistent feel it. you feel it but like do you think oh he's just like afraid is that what you think is going on <laughs> or like he's he's fooling himself he's really in love with me well no no like what so what do you look at me i'm like like a 50 year old no woman. but i mean a lot of the times it's people are just they are afraid of being intimate but we all sort of want to be in some way yeah, like you just said a minute ago i wouldn't want her to feed me food that's too intimate yeah I don't even like take rides from the airport. None of that shit. Like I'm really he weird. Drive to the airport. I would drive you home from the airport. I would never. So I always ask. said I would never want to be murdered, just because. Like I would never. I, because then you have to be too emotionally open in front of the person, like screaming, like and you're scared. Like I wouldn't want to show that I was scared. Hmm. So I would not be a good murder victim, by the way, just for people. <laughs> I don't think. I, I think that that most people would not be a good murder victim. Right, but I think people are okay with screaming and being afraid. I'd be like, oh, he's going to kill me. And I would just shut, shut down. down. Just shut yeah. down. Yeah. Like, do it. Just do it. I he's like, I feel like you're not being open with me. Yeah. I wanted the vulnerability. This is yeah. what I get off I was on. hoping for screaming, exactly. <laughs> Hi, Marnie, Kristen, and guests. First off, I want to thank you for your work. The podcast has helped me a great deal over the past two years. I first found it looking for advice after my divorce, and it helped me have more confidence with women after being out of the game for almost 10 years. Currently, I have a girlfriend that I've been with for a little over a year now. Everything is great, but I do not want things to get stale as I really enjoy her and want to make sure all needs are met. During some discussions around sex, she has given me what I feel are hints as to some fantasies she has, but I am honestly a little confused as to on how to go about them. I want to please her, but I do not have a very adventurous sexual history. Kind of bland, I guess. So trying new things honestly makes me nervous. She has told me before that she would love to get some handcuffs for me. Uh, to, and for me to use them on her so I can do whatever I want to her. I got some today and plan on using them this weekend as this is something I would like to do so I have no fears of trying it. When discussing the topic of porn though, she has told me that she thinks it is fun. Uh, for some reason, the idea of watching porn with another person weirds me out a bit but like I said, I want to please her. My confusion is whether or not I should suggest watching together or if she is simply state or if she was simply stating that she likes to watch it alone sometimes. If I was going to bring it up to her for us to watch porn together what would be a good way to do so thanks for all your help ron <laughs> overthinker yeah. she's fucking a robot dude like <laughs> calm down bro <clears throat> yeah uh, so then what how, how should he do it tell the robot how to do it all right <sighs> how, what's a way to get more comfortable in the bedroom because i i know there, there are first of all yeah but there honestly, are a lot of guys i don't who, see i disagree like oh. if you can't do it sober then don't fucking no, do it well, okay well you're talking to the most uptight human being in the world well yeah. i would never do it sober well, ever 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 then that's something you need to address mm-hmm. no no i think i'm okay being uptight. <laughs> you can't even get killed like and open yeah, up i know you can't even <laughs> open up in your own but death that's dude. who i am i know but like it's really fun like when you, it's stunted 
But when you no, do, when you can open up sexually, like it feels pretty. It's pretty amazing. fucking awesome. Yeah, I actually. I had sex with somebody a couple of years ago that I felt like before him, I didn't know what kind of sex I was having until this man. He like opened my freaking sexual being What up. did he do? He was so sexually like available. Yeah. And comfortable. That it made me do things <laughs> that I had never done before. Um, and it was the most fun I've ever had. Really? He also was very intimate. Like we looked, he like looked at me in the eyes when we were having sex Ooh, and I was like, holy gross. shit, like what is this? <laughs> yeah. And it was like amazing, but he was like talking to me dirty in like ways that I've never even heard of. And I was like, this is awesome. And then I became a fucking, it was great. Um. <laughs> anyway, the and, point is. And he was being vulnerable and doing that. Like absolutely. you, you sound like you're like you run the risk of sounding like a, a dummy if you say the wrong thing or, you know, so like. But when he he's was talking, so he wasn't worried about it, but no. like this guy would be. Exactly. So like you just have to put yourself out there, walk around butt ass naked. Like yes. it doesn't accept he her. Had no coughing, no yeah. coughing when you're naked. <laughs> no coughing. What does that looks, do? Looks gross. Or coughing. You see all the movements of the skin. Oh my god. <laughs> um, about the porn, I have an idea for this guy. Is just putting it in that, like turning it on and like having sex, like not hey, let's look at this. Like just put it in the background. And then you can just like peek every so often, and like that. Well, so how how does he? I want to like give exact steps for guys. So how does he turn it on in the background without like you just walk into your house and then you're like, oh, I'm just gonna. go I think over if you're like you, about to have sex or something like that, like just turn it on. I don't know. Yeah. Well, or be like, I, hey, this this might be fun. Just throw yeah. on. Yeah, this how, might be fun. That's yeah. all you gotta say. That's how Put like on the my fucking porn and beat me. that I, shit up. Yeah, I like watching porn. I like watching porn with a partner. And like, you know, certain times I'd say, okay, this might be fun. Like, I'll Google you porn or something. And we'll just start watching porn, and then it be it's it starts off like jokingly, and then it becomes super sexy. You start touching <laughs> each other. It's like exactly what you said. Like, this might be fun to do. I think that's a really casual way to do it, where it doesn't feel like you know you're sneaking it on in the background. What do you? suggest this is probably gonna be like a big no-no but what do you suggest about maybe watching a movie that's like a movie but kind of a porn like movie like eyes wide shut or something because you're watching a movie and all of a sudden it's like Like kind of subtly like unfaithful man i jerk off to that shit all the time when that (laughs) came out freaking hot that one's my my favorite i don't know that movie but you know playing i don't know that one Oh my God, what's her name? Diane. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, just I think that's a good idea. If you're really uncomfortable with it, that's you're just a like, great oh, idea. let's watch a movie tonight. I have eyes wide shut or something. You got to be careful with the movie. One time it's taken me a real long time to 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 bust. So we stopped for a second and she. Oh, I, I love like, this scene. I'm like, let's just quit. And then, and then she was like, I want to finish watching this movie. So she puts her fucking movie on. She's like, I really want you to come. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll fuck it. I'll try to come. And on fucking, like, I'm, on this giant screen HD TV was fucking my left foot. Have you ever seen that shit? <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis is like a retarded dude that can only use his foot. You know how hard it is to come off of that shit? I can imagine. I didn't. You know what I mean? Oh, I feel bad for guys. Like sorry. the pressure of oh coming. Oh my god, it's so really much pressure. Tough. There's well, like same a there's like orgasm for yeah. girls. Yeah, but we can. I mean, it, yeah. y'all will fake yeah. that shit, yeah, which like, I hate, by the way. I, by the way, I can you tell when anymore. when a girl fakes it? I don't even try to tell. Like that's that's on them. You know what I mean? Honestly, yeah. it's like, yo, if this is what you need to do for things, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> but like, 
if you want to get there, I'll do. Just give me a roadmap or whatever the <laughs> yeah. fuck you need me to do. I'll do. No, it. I'll work my way. I just don't like it. Him. Also, when they want you to come, because whenever you're like, "Are you gonna come?" Like that makes me not come. It puts so pressure. Don't on you. Ma- ask yeah. me. Let me just fucking come. Yeah. Whenever it happens, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Sometimes I'll mush your face in a pillow. I'm like, <laughs> give me that shit, <laughs> and that shit helps. And then she stops breathing. Yeah. She's like, Which she's goes dead. into your fantasies. Okay, what do you ladies think about cologne? Should guys wear it? And if so, how much? I personally don't really like cologne. However, there are certain colognes, if I do get the whiff, it is sexy. But it's got to be super light and subtle because if you come across your, like you're trying too hard, that's a major turnoff. Yeah, I agree with you. We had um, we're getting solar panels at our house right now, and this guy from I'm not even gonna plug their company unless they give me shit. But mm-hmm. like this guy comes over who's the salesman for it, and he has way too much freaking cologne on, and it yeah. lingers in the house. Like I can yeah. taste it; it's disgusting. So I'm cliche. opening the windows while he's there, yeah. and and then it like stays afterwards. Yeah. It's yeah. there for like a half an hour. So I agree with Kristen's advice. Yeah, I prefer yeah. a fart over cologne. Alone, to be honest with you. Okay, one more question. I met this girl who works at a phone store and I immediately was attracted to her. I started giving her food. I work in my mother's restaurant, talking with her when she, <laughs> you're like getting so frustrated. You're like friend zone. Yeah. God, what a pussy. He fed her. Okay. Uh, <laughs> talking with her when she came in for the break and I thought we got along pretty well. At some point, I got her phone number and we started texting also. I started making plans with her, but she always canceled at the last minute. She canceled three times on me and I knew that she was a flake because of her excuses. I made plans with her one more time, fourth time, but I ended up ignoring this plan because I was afraid she would flake again. She actually didn't cancel on the fourth time, but managed to say something that rubbed me the wrong way, so I didn't bother talking with her after the failed fourth plan for a date. I ended up blocking her number and Facebook since then, and it's been a couple of, I know, Jesus it's Christ. been a couple of weeks since we have talked she works next to me but it's hard to go outside without seeing her I'm still attracted to her but I feel betrayed and used I feel like I'm at fault for giving her things it's without actually going a on a date I feel so stupid ignoring the fact that she really wasn't into me and she was just using me I do want to at least make her think about me oh or somehow God. make her feel bad for using me <laughs> basically oh I know God, basically dude. I feel used and I feel dumb about how I handle the situation so I want your opinion on what I should do I am leaving for a couple of weeks on vacation so I can avoid her for those two weeks. By the way, she loves getting attention by posting uh, photos of herself on Facebook and she eats up on all these comments that these guys make. She also comes up with these stupid quotes that try to be inspirational and stuff like that but every inspirational quote makes her a worse hypocrite. That's another reason I blocked her from Facebook. I just don't want to get jealous or mad about her. This I guy. just want to make it right but I don't want to confront her. What should I do? You know the she guys I signed V for Vendetta. Because they're too emotional? Yeah. Like that's an exact Oh yeah, example. Hundred percent. I feel I feel this guy's pain because I, I I overanalyze and I'll I'll resonate with things and really hold on to things that really bothered me. But the bottom line is, you're still letting her win if you're thinking this hard about her. Yeah. So let her go. That's it. She was kind of an asshole. The end. Move on. Literally the end. I want to hear what Judas is saying. Well, first off, your weakness disgusts me. Like <laughs> I'm just really. Yeah, he's Look, making gagging faces the whole time. <laughs> Look, man, we all get caught out there. I, there's, I, I remember one time I tried to like wife a stripper. You know what I mean? Like we all get it's caught a bad out idea. there. Yeah, yeah, clearly it didn't work. Um, I would, I would use her as a reminder to not be a bitch. Like go out there, like yeah. don't unfollow her. Have her in your fucking timeline. Remember not to be a bitch. And this is what you did wrong. First off, you Fed her. spoiled her ahead of time. Yeah. And then, and it created this thing where she might have felt like she owed you some shit. 
Like, oh, he got me a sandwich. Maybe I got to hang out with him. And then she's not being she's not being upfront with you. And that's why she keeps breaking plans. And people are what they do. So if she broke plans with you three times, clearly she doesn't want to fucking hang out with you. I give I give a girl one. She got she. I'll forgive her one blow off. Like some, something could have happened. That's cool. The second time is it's a fucking wrap. Why you came back for the third? Mm-hmm. Like have a goddamn backbone, dude. Mm-hmm. I agree, and then he broke it off for the fourth. That's like compl- super emotional. Yeah, and that yeah, shows, like now, that yeah, shows now the you got sand in your pussy, dog, and now you all with with your oh, and, and you broke it off because you were afraid you're gonna get rejected again, and you over here butt hurt. Like, just look at her, feel that pain, feel that shame, <laughs> soak it the fuck up, harden up a touch, and keep it fucking moving, man. There's a Spanish saying that says "un clavo saca otro clavo," which means one nail takes out another nail. So go and hang out with some other girl. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that always helps. Yeah, but here's the problem. He's going to be he's, he's going to do, do the, the same, same thing. thing. He's, he's going to be talking again. about yeah. this girl to the other girl and yeah. cuz it's it's yeah. something is in Within him. him. Yeah, he's like he's yeah. too emotionally invested in this one situation yeah. and it's not equal to what she's going through. She's like, "Oh, I got a sandwich and there's a guy who's at a store two doors down from me at work that kind of says hi to me and texts me every but once in a while." That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. About the friend zone I, I do think that I have some friends that I that are my guy friends, period. And as I've gotten older, I've also realized that guys have come and go. But some of these guys that have been my friends, I have like some of the most meaningful relationships with these guys that these other guys that were my boyfriends or whatever. Like, I don't even talk to them anymore. Right. So and actually, as I'm now also getting older, I'm like, why wouldn't it work with this guy that is my friend that I love? Well, why that wouldn't it? Let has, me ask. Because um, most likely they want to sleep with you. Well, I guess you're friends and you don't want to fuck up the friendship. But there, but okay. But that, I think that if that reason. other person were to come to me and say like, "Hey, I would consider it," I would, I would consider it as well. Really? In in some situations, yes. So you're saying because it's unspoken, yes. And you don't want to speak it? Right. You would want him to. Because I'm afraid of being vulnerable. What do you think about that? I think that's cool. You know what I mean? Especially as we get older, we're looking for different things out of out of a partner. Like yeah. now I just kinda want someone I can go on vacation with. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? Like that sounds I get that. that sounds pretty cool to me. Yes. You know and I'm like, mean? if we've gotten along for, you know, fifteen, twenty years, why wouldn't we get along as Well, there's something that hasn't been there. So with with these guy friends, have you ever like had sexual thoughts about them or been attracted to them at certain points in your um, friendship? There's people that I've never slept with. And there's people that I have slept with, and it was like we got it out of the way, and then we've been able to be friends. But um, does it creep back up? Like I know for me, when I was like friends with my guy friends, I don't know when it would pe- like peak up on me, but I'd look at them in a in a certain way and say like, oh, maybe I could be with that guy. And like if he didn't act on it during that time, like it was over two days later, and then I was back to being friends with him. Yeah, that's exactly yeah how it is. But I think as I'm older, I'm now way more open because you've met. A lot of guys and dealt with a lot of bullshit. So if one of those guys... Not all of them, but some of them, yeah, I would definitely consider it. Okay. Do you mind saying how old you are? 37. 37. Okay. When do you think that that shift happened that you would be open to your friends? Uh, 36. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, it's funny how, like, as you get older, your standards go up, Lower. but they also go down. Yeah. So it's like you you have this 
it's, you're just more it's open. Like, I don't think they go open lower. Different things yeah. as well. Like exactly what you were saying. You want somebody to go on vacation with. I don't think like 18, things that you need like, to cross off on your to list to start to disappear. Like you don't you know? need to just. Or like the fantasy of this guy who's. I mean now now what you're saying it's like I just want a man that I get along with and yeah, I can, that go can on hang a picture yeah. and take me to Puerto Vallarta. Gracias. <laughs> exactly. That's perfect. All right. Thank you so much to both of you for being on the show. I do want to give a plug to um, the installation. Uh, yeah. T- tell people about it because it's freaking cool. So um, I did a street art installation in Puerto Rico a couple of years ago. There is a huge problem in Puerto Rico for um, a lot of murders. So I did a street art installation. So I should not go there. <laughs> you should go there. And just <laughs> Try be really, out really careful. <laughs> but um, so I did a street art installation of 1,136 pairs of shoes. That's the number of people that were murdered in Puerto Rico in 2011. And they were all painted gold. Um, and there were some shoes that were from the some, – some of the family members found out about the project and – of people that were murdered and then they came and they donated the shoes cool. of actual victims. Damn. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, you're more likely to get killed in Puerto Rico, five times more likely to get killed in Puerto Rico than in any city in the U.S. How many people was it that were killed? 1,136. So um, that was in 2011. I did one here uh, in March for the 43 students that were murdered in Iguala, Mexico. Um and I'm now doing the project in Chicago because they cool. have a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 456 people were murdered in Chicago. Um, so I'm going through the process of getting shoes donated. So if anybody wants to donate men's shoes, um, please go to our Facebook page, Golden Shoes Project. And that's cool. I'm going to have the street art installation by fall. So but she has you know sending her pictures of like shoes in different places, like somebody at Amoeba Records, like who, like somebody who was murdered, who used to love Amoeba Records. Like, yeah. It's so cool. so the. I did the one in LA a little bit different for the Iguala students. I put their names and their ages and a little information about them. And one of them I put that he loved rock and roll because that was the information that I got about this one particular person. And the people could take the pair of shoes and put them anywhere else in the city and take a photo so it could continue to, you yes. know, um, be shared in, in social media. And this one particular person took that pair and took them to Amoeba and talk to somebody in Amoeba and they were put in the display, cool. which is so... Which is amazing. Amazing. Which is amazing. Which a great is way to so honor impressive. that that person. Um, yeah. So get, give the Facebook page again. Uh, Golden Shoes Project. You Golden know it's bad when, she's, when you said how many people... And I'm not just saying for Puerto Rico, but you said like a thousand something and I was almost like, eh, that's, not, that's not that bad. Yeah. But I mean, it's horrible. But to me, yeah. it's like I would picture I would picture a lot worse, too. even though yeah. that is still really horrible. It's just crazy that we're... I mean, I'm not saying that what's going on with uh, the cops and everything killing people is not bad, but it's happening. Four or five people are being murdered every single day and we don't know their names and people are not up in arms about it. But one cop does something and now everybody knows. Yeah. 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 Well, that's how it works. That's how the media works, which sucks. But yeah, uh, you have to pick and choose. But um, amazing cause. I'm so impressed with it. So Golden Shoe Project on Facebook. Yeah. And then Jude. Okay. All out show. Go get a copy of Hyena. Go to winggirlmethod.com. Don't make me follow dead people's shoes. I know. I know. (laughs) What's that? Shit. I should have done it first. Nope. Are you going to be in it, Detroit? It's more important to buy Hyena. You know, I, uh, it was one of the places that I, I considered. I yeah. just don't have any connections there. But we'll I do plan to continue to do this throughout the United States. Yeah. Yeah, you guys could do that together. I think, yeah. I, awesome. I got people out there. Yeah. 
That'd be cool. cool. Oh, look at this. Making a connection for love, for shoes. Who knows? You never <laughs> know. the on Tinder the of do-gooders. Right, of podcasts. Yeah, that's how it works. But Jude, all-out show, amazing, super funny, as you've heard on this show. He's had like a couple of good ones, I would say. Wow. Well, no, here. yeah. No, um, you're awesome. Yeah, you're amazing. And your book, Hyena, super amazing. I had, I don't know if we met my friend, um, Justine, when she was here one time, but she's an author. Yeah. She read your book and she's like, it's really fucking good. Like, tell she was really impressed. Tell her thank you. Oh, I will tell, tell her, her thank you. Tell her um, I'm dropping the, within the next month or two, I'll, I'll be dropping the book, the audio book of it, where I where I read it to you. Oh, awesome. Okay, yeah. well, get get that in a couple of months, but get the book right now, winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon. You can check out new episodes of the Ask Women podcast every Thursday on iTunes. We also have it released on the Sideshow Network and on my website, winggirlmethod.com slash podcast. Please subscribe to the show so that you don't have to go and download it every single week. You guys are awesome. Remember to continue rating and commenting five stars. You guys have been so awesome about that and it helps us tons to go up on the iTunes charts so that we get more listeners, et cetera. So So, keep doing that. Yes, keep doing that. And thanks for listening. You guys are wonderful and we will see you next week. The wait is finally over, guys. No, I'm not single, but baseball season is finally here. You guys should really play on DraftKings.com to make lots and lots and lots of money. All you have to do is select two pitchers and eight position players. You stay under their salary cap, and you could be on your way to an enormous payday. Last year, this dude, Peter from Colorado, won one million bucks at DraftKings in just one day. That's one day of doing absolutely nothing but sitting on your butt and playing DraftKings. So do it. Do it now. Go to DraftKings.com and enter promo code ASKWOMEN, and you get to play for free. You can also win part of the $300 million in prizes being awarded this season. Again, all you have to do is go to DraftKings.com, enter promo code ASKWOMEN, and play for free. That's DraftKings.com.